Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Guys, welcome Tuesday. Taco Tuesday, they normally say it's Taco Tuesday. Welcome to 90 Days of Melanated Way. We are covering the family, Chantal. I'm one of your co-hosts, Linda Entry, and I'm joined by the lovely Sana. Welcome, hey, Sana. This, this is crazy. The show is fantastic. But before we jump into it, and I'm going to let you take it away, I want to shout out Tessa, Jolisa, Linda, Lydia, Crystal, uh, Amanda, Raydella, live chat. Hey, guys. Hey, Crystal. Hey, Raydella. Um, take it away, Sana. Oh, my gosh, y'all. This show can never disappoint. I, I look so forward to this show, talking about it with you guys, as well as just watching it, because each Literally, it seems like every five seconds, I'm literally pausing it to say, what the hell? Because I this is happening all in one show. So let's start off with the beginning. Um, Anjanette calls out Royal. So they're still at their meeting. And Anjanette <clears throat> exposes everything that he's been talking about, saying how he's called Chantel stupid. He doesn't like his family. All of those things that we saw in last episode. And then he decides to give this apology. Um, and he says, um, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said all that. I thought it was a weak apology. Um, and when he apologized, he kind of just like was looking in the air and everything. And then Thomas and Karen said they accept his apology. Um, Chantel said nothing. And... Um, she said that she still feels the same way about Anjanette and everything. But to me, his apology was weak. He could have kept it. And I still think he feels the same way and would do it all over again if he had to. What did you think about it? Uh, I think his apology was a diversion. I think that he just said he's apologizing. He even said, I don't even know what I'm apologizing for, but I'm sorry for quote unquote, whatever I said. So again, that is like the weak way of getting out of whatever your lie was. Your lie is your lies, your lies, your lie. So let me just say sorry and move past it. What I thought was interesting though was when Karen said, I know he said it, I know he did it, but in the end, they're gonna stick to their family member versus their non-family member, which doesn't address the issue. Your son is a pathological liar and anytime you let him get away with it is the more and more and more and more lies that are gonna pile on top of each other. And I just think that that's not okay. Yeah. Uh, Raydell says, whenever Royal is lying and he's being uh, disingenuous, he looks away. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. All the time. And he, he'll either, he, he goes like this. I'm so sorry for what I did. I shouldn't have even said anything. I'm like, save it, Royal, save it. Now, in that moment, um, I did feel for Anjanette. I was like, oh, my gosh, like this girl, she'd probably be going through hell just to get an apology, especially when they like 
get into it or they argue. So heads off to her. Um, also, what are your thoughts on the family still wanting to stick by him and still um, defending him? So like I just said, I think that because they're family, they're going to always stick by him, even though they know that he's messed up. Um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was we already know that Karen knows that her son is the way he is and he's a liar. But what I thought was interesting and I didn't quite understand is when Karen said, so I know he said it, but I'm, I still don't have, like, she still doesn't trust Anjanette. So when she said, I hope they like Mary Poppins because it's about to be stepping time. Get to stepping. I was like, what do you even mean by that? I this thought you would like that line. I thought how, you would like it. I like it, but I didn't know what it meant because we're talking about Royal and his lying. How are you flipping it and making it about Anjanette and how Anjanette and her family needs to get stepping? You, you and your family need to get stepping. I love y'all and I love her lines, but in that moment, didn't make any sense to me. Didn't make any sense to me. Hi, Katina. Welcome, newbie. Everyone say hi, hi. to Katina. Thanks for joining us. I, I literally thought, you know what I thought she was going to say? Um, like Mary Poppins, we're going to get it popping. Like she literally had that moment where she could have said that. If she would have said that, that's when I would have been like, oh, okay, come on, Karen. You know, that's something we could put on a shirt, but. Yeah, I didn't really understand the the Mary Poppins saying that she did. I thought she was gonna say, "Let's get it popping." I would have liked that better. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get it. And we're not alone. Live chat feels the same way. Crystal says, "Yeah, that's her only line that confused me." We're gonna have to get her on the show to have her explain what each of these uh, phrases of hers really mean. Um. So after that. Uh, we see a little bit of Nicole and Alejandro. Now, with Nicole... Um, uh, sorry, yeah. sorry to cut you off. I do want to mention the part where um, there's some deeper issues going on with the family, Chantel, especially when Anjanette told them that he said that he always feels alone and that he doesn't have any family. And Karen's like, you need to stop saying that um, because it's not true. I was like, see, so we're only scratching the surface of whatever's going on between Royal and the family Chantel because there's something huge going on there because that's a big thing to tell your wife. Hey, like, I'm alone. I feel alone. I'm always alone. And I don't have family. Meanwhile, your family's all right here. They're all sticking by you, even though you're a liar, liar, pants on fire. They're still sticking by you. So, like, what's the story? What's the issue? What's the deeper something that's going on? Because there's something going on, and it's huge. For him to say that, that's pretty big. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah. I Now that, the, now that you say that, I do think that as well, too. I agree 100% with you. There's probably some deep-rooted issues. And thinking about that now, that's probably why they want to keep consoling him or like telling him we got your back or just not really fighting back with him on things because whatever that is they probably don't want it to get out as well remember we talked about um someone said he probably was in the military and then something else happened where he had to go away maybe that time of him having to go away allegedly could have affected him long term 
Maybe there's something going on for for sure, for sure. For sure, for sure, there's something going on in the past, whether he has resentment towards his family, whether they had a huge falling out and never quite rectified it. Something is definitely going on. I was going to say something shitty, but I'm not going to. But there's something going on with that family. And, you know, I hope this season, because it's so juicy, that we find out what the deeper meaning is. Because it's even clear when they interact, he says whatever he feels like it. And he doesn't have a care for their feelings. So I feel like they did something really bad to him and he's still holding on to that grudge. Crystal says, I agree, but I also see the family side too in regards to Anjanette. You tell your spouse something in confidence about how you're really feeling and she didn't have to put it out on blast. And I agree with that. However, I do think that she thinks her husband is a pathological liar. So she wanted to throw it all out there so that hopefully they would confront him about all the crazy stuff that he has said. But instead of confronting him, they were just like, oh, but Anjanette, you're the bad one for ratting on your husband. How about that? Listen, she knows that he's a weirdo. You guys know that he's a weirdo. You guys know that he lies. She knows that she he lies. She's trying to bring it to your attention and trying to fix the situation. And y'all are still ignoring it. That's why the problem is so deep-rooted. Yeah. And that brings me to the next question um, for, to start off the night. Do you, do you all think that Royal and Jeanette should stay together? Um, even after their powwow together, their family powwow that they were having, um, it's clear that the family Chantel does not want them together. They think they are better off separate. So what do you guys think? Do you think they should stay together and just ignore what the family has to say? Or do you think they should just call it quits because it's too much going on? Uh, what do you think? <laughs> uh, I, I, Well, I already know that they stay together. I know that they get married. So do I think it's a good idea? It's only a good idea if you guys address the issues. It's only a good idea if if you work on what the root problem is or else your marriage is not going to last. So that's how I feel. Crystal said, there is something deep going on. Linda will have the tea soon. Those are real stories. That's true. Yes. It's just a matter of time. Just a matter of time. She probably knows right now, y'all. She probably knows right now, but she knows how to hide the tea. No, you know that you guys know how I act. When I, when I know something, I'm like, well... I don't know what's going on with him yet. I don't. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to take your word for it. Guys, don't forget the question. So uh, we are asking, do you think Royal and Anjanette should stay together? What do you guys think? Hit us up in the live chat so that we can let you guys know everyone's thoughts. Um, Crystal says. Oh, Crystal says they shouldn't stay together if we all have to go in is what the show is giving us. Who knows, though? Katina also said, um, stay strong because she might help him become a better man. Hmm. Maybe, maybe not because, oh, Raydella says, I do. I think they have an arrangement. And Gene is screaming, no. Hey, Gene, do you have your um your whiskey or any of your shots? Do we need to write you a um 
an excusal note for tomorrow for to work tomorrow. <laughs> uh, okay. Um let's move on because we're gonna have there's a lot I want to talk about when it comes to Anjanette and Royal again in their relationship. But I want to switch gears to go to Nicole and Alejandro. So they meet up back together. I don't even, honestly, before I get too deep in this, I don't even know how Nicole was able to show her face to this man after acting a damn fool at his family gathering. I would have been so embarrassed. I wouldn't even been able to see the man. I would have just said, you know what? We just gonna have to text it out or let's just try this another time, another day, another year, another lifetime. But anyway, they meet up together. Oh, <laughs> they meet up together and um, they are talking about what happened. And Nicole says um, her mom's voice was in her head the whole time. And she felt that that's the reason why she asked it out. It's because she felt like her mom was actually right, especially when they asked about the girlfriend. Um, I thought... I didn't understand that. I don't get why your mom is in your head if he's talking about his past girlfriends. To me, I'm like, girl, bye. Who cares about who he was messing before you? Because when you're a real one and he's ain't never met nobody like you before, it's not going to matter who you, you mess with lames before me. Like, it's okay. I forgive you. You shouldn't have been messing with them. Now you're messing with a real one right now. Now you're messing with a goddess. So it doesn't matter. That's the mindset she should have had. I don't get what was going through her head. That entire time. Um, what do, what do you think about their conversation? He also bought her, or yeah, go just go. Yeah, yeah. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say he also brought in flowers and things like that. And I think, you know, I'm proud of him for standing his ground though, too, because he said, You acted crazy. And I'm glad he didn't feed into it, like, oh no, you're fine, it's okay. It's okay, your mom threw my luggage down the stairs, so we're even, we're fine. Like, I'm glad that he stuck his ground and told her, like, girl, you overboard. Personal Jean, what's the drinking game that you're playing by yourself? I need to know. Inquiring minds want to know. Um, I think that uh, Nicole is super mature. I think that her jealousy got the best of her. And I think that between being immature and jealous, she looked a fool and acted like a raving lunatic. I think that that image from Alejandro's family is never going to live down. And I think that he even has it in the back of his mind that uh, she's kind of a jealous person. He even said that. And he just basically said, I want to make up and just move on. I do think that he loves her, but I also see that he sees that she's crazy but some people love that some people love like that drama like the fighting and the oh my god ah, 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 and the storming out because it makes for passionate makeups right and some relationships are just like that they're very very extreme and i have a feeling that nicole and alejandro that's what it's gonna be i think he thinks that she's just very dramatic and passionate when really she's just immature and and insecure and jealous, and I'm hoping that that doesn't blow up in his face. Yeah, um, I think when it comes down to it, <clears throat> uh, Cole, I don't really buy her saying that her mom's voice is in her head the whole time because, girl, 
No, it wasn't. I don't. I here's what I think. I think she knows that you know he's an attractive guy, and that he um, probably you know gets women, or she probably feels like she wants him all to herself. And anyone who just looks or talks to the man, it's just overweight. I don't know. I agree with you that she's jealous, but. I just don't buy her saying like her mom got in her head. No, she started either. She already looked up them, the girls already. One theory I have, I can't per that, but one theory I have is I know some girls will look up the ex-girlfriends and if they're really pretty or if they're, you know, of a certain way, they'll get jealous because, oh, you used to mess with her. So these are the type of girls that you mess with. Um, I, I'm going to respectfully disagree with you. I think that, uh, her mom probably was in her head. I think that growing up, especially if you're growing up in a single parent household, your parent has a lot of pull on the way you see the world. And we already know that Lydia has man issues because she's been cheated on in the past. And I think that, that she's projected that onto Nicole. So having a conversation just so recently about, oh, you know, he's he's not a good guy, he's going to be a cheater, and he's below you, and he's the dishwasher, and all of that stuff. I absolutely think that that played a part in the back of her mind, and then her going there and finding out in her crazy mind that, oh, there's more than one woman, then maybe he is like a gigolo. Maybe he is not good for me. I think that those things definitely played a factor in her doubting the situation because she wasn't ever doubting the situation before. And the only way for her to start doubting the situation is because her mom planted those seeds. And, okay, I can see what and she also fought with her mom. You know, her mom is the only person that she has there. Her, her brother's already in America. So the single closest person to her is not only doubting her, but is yelling at her and fighting with the boyfriend. Yeah, that's going to create doubts. Anyone that's kind of close to their, their parent, when you don't agree with your parent, you start thinking about what they're saying and it resonates with you, whether you agree with them or not. So I, I'm going to say that I think that her mom definitely got in her head a bit. And I think that Nicole has very, very similar traits to her mom, whether she knows it or not. So what are some of those traits? Pardon? What are some of those traits? Uh, well, I think her mom is insecure. I think her mom has been hurt by a man before and has uh, a grudge against men. I think her mom has trust issues against men. I think that uh, now knowing, and I totally forgot that her mom is a lawyer. I think that because she's a professional, she feels like she doesn't want Nicole to make the same mistakes that she has, she has or she thinks she has. So she wants Nicole to be with another professional so that she doesn't get cheated on, that she's not going to end up being a single parent, that she's not going to be with a man who cheats on her. All of those things, they have similar traits. Interesting. Nicole is a sad on things. Interesting. I can see that same point of view. Um, I see where you're coming from. I see that. Maybe maybe it was her mom then. <laughs> well, maybe it was. 
Let's also talk about the van situation. So now we're back on the family Chantel. And so the family is taking a van. Um, and to, so they're taking this, they're in the van and they split up. I thought the, um, first of all, I thought the seating arrangement, whoever made up this van situation, it was pretty interesting. Um, just for a little bit of drama, I wish I would have seen Chantel and Anginette in the van together, but mm, I guess we'll wait for that part when they have their little powwow. But they didn't want to feed her to the wolves too quickly. So they gave her River and Winter to deal with Anjanette. Because, you know, they're not going to ask the hard questions. They're going to ask a few little juicy questions. And if you get River in the mood, he might ask you something. Or Winter might. But Chantal is the one who she's got to be worried about. But the van ride for with the car of um, Anjanette, they were quiet. It wasn't a lot of move. It wasn't a lot going on. It wasn't too much laughter or kikiing, um, especially when a, a wedding ceremony is supposed to be taking place. You would think that they would be in the mood to talk or kiki. It was none of that. Um, and there weren't even drinks on the van, so it was just going to be a quiet ride. Now, in the other van with Mama Karen, um, her and Chantel were definitely plotting and figuring out ways to um, bust Anjanette and her family operation, supposedly. Um, also, Anjanette, um, Chantel brings up that her mom, that Anjanette's mom changed her name on on um, Facebook from that the Facebook name that was um, contacting her uncle. And when she found that out, I had a lot of questions about that. I didn't understand why that would happen. But Chantel is doing her research, honey. She should be a journalist. She needs to come over to the journalist world. (laughs) Um, And then Pedro also says during that time, um, him and his family are looking like saints because we got um, Anjanette's parent or her mom switching names pulling schemes and plots and twists and turns. And right now, Pedro's like, my family looks like we are angels. So what did you think about this car ride? Car ride. Uh, I personally thought, first of all, 14-hour drive. I'm going to need some snacks. I'm going to need some drinks. I'm going to need a whole lot of stuff because 14 hours is a long time to be in a car. Um, I thought whoever planned that, um, Mama Chantel and Thomas should be in the car with Chantel and the siblings should be in another car it was a very interesting situation. Why wasn't it? I think it was to keep the drama down because I think that if Chantel and Karen and Anjanette were in one car, they probably would have eaten Anjanette alive after 14 hours. That That's my take on it. Um, but they didn't want any drama. So... That was the first thing. The second thing I thought was interesting is when Anjanette talked about what the two days was going to look like. So the first day was going to be a party. The second day was going to be a church wedding. Y'all know that they are about to turn up at the party and, you know, maybe not all make it to the church wedding. So that was an interesting thing to me. 
And then in the kids' car, when Winter and River are talking about, quote, unquote, the elephant in the room, there definitely was an elephant in the room because you guys had the family meeting. You guys didn't really talk about anything or you talked about things. You just spewed things at each other, but you didn't resolve anything. And then Royal says, okay, well, I say sorry. Okay, good night. Let's all go. There's no resolution. So, of course, there's going to be an elephant in the room. You guys have 14 hours together in a van, and you guys can't still talk about it? It's awkward. It's very, very awkward. And it's very, like, you don't want to upset Royal. And I want to know why you guys don't want to upset Royal, because there's something going on. Do you think he's going to go off? Do you think he's going to be like a serial killer and y'all are going to be stuck in the van and can't get away from him? Like, what is it about him that you guys don't really want to face him with the demons that he clearly has and vice versa? Why doesn't he just really say how he feels about them or does he, or do they already know? And that's why they tiptoe around him. I don't know, but y'all had 14 hours to work it out and you didn't work it out. Um, when you mentioned uh, Pedro saying that his sister and her mom are like saints, I fell out. Pedro, he's just he just loves the fact that he's no longer in the spotlight. He loves the fact that, you know what? I don't have to like worry about nothing. I'm going to be a shit disturber. I'm going to talk crazy about the family and Jeanette because guess what? Y'all aren't talking about me and my family anymore and he's happy about it. So, so, so happy. Um, and then, of course, I have to talk about my favorite Karen moment in the van when they're when Chantel finally says, hey, you know what? It actually was Anjanette's mom and either Anjanette's mom or Anjanette changed that Facebook account. And Chantel thinks that it's actually Anjanette running that Facebook account because she's the one that said the name was Luna. And then all of a sudden it was changed to Luna. So she didn't, unless she went home real quick and told her mom in Tlaib that, hey, you need to change your name to Luna on Facebook, it's her. So when Karen said, it's all a scam, they are in the business of extortion. And then my favorite line, you guys, Crystal, you ready for it? Silly rabbit, tricks are for kids. I fell out. <laughs> I fell out. I love Karen. I love Karen. And I love that she said that. Well, um, did she go through these sayings in the morning? Like, okay, these are my top five sayings of what's going to be working for today. Or does she just have them on standby to where she just is able to just spit them out like fire? She spits them out like, like fire. Uh, hi, Miss Brown Sugar. I Thank you so hi. much. I just want to say this real quick. She said, I remember you ladies from AfterBuzz TV. Really hope that we can get more eyes on this station too. Thank you so much. We totally appreciate it. The Melanated Girlies love you for joining us. Uh, live chat is welcoming you. So thank you for being here. We really appreciate that. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I don't even have words for the tricks are for kids. I, I don't even have words for it. I didn't know out of all the things, I didn't think she was going to pull that one out. I love it. Think she was gonna... Silly rabbit. Tricks are for kids. I love it. Uh, uh, Crystal says she never disappoints. And that River says she spits them out um, on his lies. Y'all, if you ever have the opportunity to see River and Karen on the live, you must watch it. It is hilarious. 
who you see on TV is Karen in real life. Like she's exactly that person. Um, that's what it makes TV gold to me is when people are not playing a character and not trying to fit in a storyline like they are truly who they are. That's when you know this is TV gold. I'm telling you, I I hope Amanda is listening and watching and she knows this is the best show ever um, that TLC has, has produced. Uh, going back, I do want to talk a little bit about Anjanette's mom changing her name, supposedly, allegedly, on this Facebook. Um, it's just questions I have. Like, why would you want to change it? If she was running a scheme, I hope she gets caught because this is the dumbest thing you could do. If someone outs you out about like, oh, you're catfishing, why would you want to just change your name and be like, oh, no, no, no. Like, you didn't even change the profile picture. You didn't change the name. You didn't change anything. You just kept everything. It's so, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up to me. Like, they're going to know based on messages that it was a catfish. So, I don't know. I'm not really, it just is all weird to me. I'm not buying it. I'm just not buying it. Um, so, moving on. Um, we hear a little bit from Anjanette's brother and sister, and they say they're very happy. Um, so now we're with Anjanette's family, and we hear a little bit more from Anjanette's brother and sister as well. Um, and they're saying they're happy for Anjanette. They also say that she has more opportunities now since being in America, and she's able to help their family more. Um, so from that statement, I know some people are torn because they're like, oh, well, see now this proves that Anjanette is just a royal because of opportunities and things that she can do for their family. And others think that, you know, they're actually genuinely happy for her. What do you think? Oh, I think that your family tells on you all the time. And <laughs> so her brother... Uh, JR and her sister Angeline, which I think is funny, um, sat there and said, hey, yeah, she, she envisioned that she would go to another country at some point and that the opportunity for Anjanette for her to be able to work in the U.S. is great. And she's going to be able to then turn around and help the family shows exactly what Chantel has been saying since the get-go. So you, you all might think that Chantel is doing the most, but she is being the detective with the most and she's coming correct. So if you think about what his brother, her brother and sister just said, so when JR and Angeline said, hey, you know what? She envisioned herself going to another country. Put that in the perspective of what Chantel said. When Chantel said, well, Royal told me that you were online talking to a bunch of American people. So if you were talking to a bunch of American men with the ultimate goal that you envision yourself in another country, then that, that all makes sense. And then when they talked about her going to the US and being able to work and therefore helping the family situation, once we saw the home, that made sense too. So you have a two bedroom home, you have four people in the home and everyone's sharing a small little space and even Pedro, talking about uh, his grandmother's campo. The campo was bigger than this place. So you put that in perspective, guess what? Yeah, she's gonna go to America 
And this perhaps is a real green card situation. And maybe perhaps that's why Chantel is like, she, she's smelling that something is not right. And instead of it always have been Pedro, which it wasn't, maybe it's Anjanette. Mm. Yeah, see, Crystal said, oh, that mm. family just confirmed everything Chantel's family was feeling. Yeah, it just, I don't know. And then Karen gifting her gifts doesn't make it any better. Uh, Karen, she gave out hair gel, girly things, and bracelets, she said, when she met the family. So she gave it to her brother, her mom, dad, uh, sister, just everyone. And that also proves to me a theory. Now it goes two ways. Because I'm like, if they feel that you have money and there's all these opportunities and things like that, boom, you're feeding into that because you're giving them these gifts and that's what they're thinking. Now, in the other hand of things, I can see another perspective of them saying, well, she's kind of looking down on them probably on the things that she was able to give them, like hair gel and um, little sanitary things for girls. Um, things that girls need for um, everyday needs. So what were your thoughts on Karen's gift? Um, I think that Karen is old school. She's from the South. And uh, the South really is about uh, perception and manners. And so I don't think that there was anything wrong with the gifts. I think that you don't show up at someone's house who is hosting you empty-handed. So I think that that's what she was thinking. And I think think that she thought, hey, I'm going to a third world country. I'm going to bring them essentials. And what are essentials? Girls like cosmetics, bracelets, nail stuff, and guys, you know, uh, like gel and, and whatnot. Uh, when she gave uh, Antoinette, Antoinette, which is Anjanette's mom, uh, a purse and a watch, I thought that was really, really thoughtful. And I think that the family felt because she even said that the mom said that maybe they looked down on them. I think that the mom and the dad, Andy, were a little bit overwhelmed. They didn't expect that this family, like she said, the first time they heard of Royal, they were shocked he was so handsome. And then your whole the whole family comes and you got, you know, pretty boy Pedro, you got pretty Chantel, you got River and um, Winter, both good looking in their own rights. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit intimidating for them to come to your house. So maybe you giving us gifts, they're thinking in their mind, you're looking down on us, but really they're just trying to be kind and they're trying to come to your house, not empty handed. That's, that's how I looked at it. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that it's just a cultural disconnect. Yeah. I see multiple angles from it. So I just, you know, I had to get what you thought on it um, because when they said looking down on him, I agree. I was like, ah, well, she's just trying to be nice. But in other regards, some people take offense. Um, also, Karen, so after she gave the gifts and everyone, everyone in the, <laughs> Crystal says, everyone in the Philippines thinks Royal is so fine. Yes, girl. He is Chris Brown in the Philippines. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Karen, uh, moving on there, now they're to dinner. Um, 
they made some of their food from their country, from the Philippines. And Miss Karen only put grapes on her plate. <laughs> but Pedro was up here eating everything. He was eating the livers. He was like, does it have the heart too? Okay, well, let me get two scoops of that. So Pedro was at home. He was spilling it. He was scooping it up. He didn't know what the problem was. Um, what were your thoughts on the food? Would you? What would you have eaten? Um, I'm not sure because the only thing that I remember them saying was the chicken liver with heart, and that would not be going in my mouth just because I don't like liver like that. Um, so I don't know what else. I would have tried something else, but just not liver. But I think that Pedro is hilarious because Pedro has nothing to lose, and nothing. even if he, even if he didn't like the food, hi Abigail. Welcome, Karen, the protector of the American dollar. That's hilarious. Um, But Pedro's going to try anything because he's going to go ahead and call the whole entire family out. Like, hey, you know what? He even said, you going to try this, Miss Karen? Yeah. (laughs) I fell out. I think he's hilarious. And he's living his best life because the spotlight is not on him. But I did agree with him when he said that um, the family Chantel's acting like hypocrites. They're smiling in these people's faces, even though they have all these issues. Because we know when they went to the Dominican Republic, it was a whole other story. They didn't. They didn't even take time to break bread. They're like, "Let's get down to the nitty gritty." You all are, and then they went off. So it is interesting that they're treating this family a little bit differently. Do you think maybe they've learned from their mis- their behaviors in the Dominican Republic and they are trying to do a different approach now? Oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> hell no. Nah. You know what it is? They're tired from the 14-hour car ride. They just want to get back to their hotel or wherever they're staying, Airbnb, and chill. That's why you saw in the uh, episode that's coming up that they were ready. They were they were well slept, fresh faced. They were coming with the nonsense and they came to the party with the nonsense. They were just tired, girl. Yeah, and the whole time Thomas kept saying, oh, okay. Oh, okay. I had wrote that down because I was just like, Thomas, you got one more time to say, oh, okay. One more time. Um, but yeah, Crystal, I agree. It was nice to see how much Pedro, Pedro and Anjanette's upbringing compared. Yes, and actually... Um, Chantel compared it to Pedro's grandmother. Was it? Yeah, his grandmother's uh, place back in the Dominican Republic. And Pedro was not having it. He was like, um, excuse me, my my grandmama, her place has organization. There's no rice on the floor. You know, it's really clean. Everything is, you know, in its rightful place. You know, my grandma, she don't disrespect her like that. Um, what do you think? And let us know in the live chat. Who do you think has the best crib? Anjanette's people or Pedro's grandmama? Oh my god! <laughs> you gotta choose. That's funny. Karen, uh, Abigail says Karen was ready to go back to the hotel room and use her mini crock pot. Facts. Which one um, do you think is better, Linda? Uh, I can't judge. I think they're totally different. I can't, I can't, I can't compare them. They're totally different. We only got to see like a little bit of a kitchen and some a, a bedroom versus seeing the whole entire uh, Pedro's grandma's campo. We saw the whole thing. So I can't, I can't, I can't take, make that call yet. 
I have to okay. either say more of the place or or uh, I won't be able to tell you what I really think. Okay, Switzerland. Okay, I can take that. I can take that, Switzerland. Um, so moving forward, um, Anjanette says the family Chantel. <laughs> okay, so Anjanette was saying also during the dinner that um, she was nervous because she was scared that the family was going to start some schnizai during this whole dinner um, as well that she, with her family. She said, now, I thought she was being a little bit dramatic. She said they might kick a table or punch somebody or something, you know, from Pedro's family's fight, that whole thing. She thought that would go down again. And I'm like, girl, stop it. What did you think about that? I didn't think that was ever going to happen. I didn't think they were going to fight. They're not as feisty as they're not as feisty as um as Pedro's family. And Nicole has a mouth on her, and Anjanette's family isn't. I don't think they're about that. So wait, what's the question? Because are you asking me if I think that the family Chantel would get down like that? Yeah. With them. 100%. Hello. It was River who stepped to Pedro, if you've forgotten in season one. It was River that had puffed out his chest and was ready to fight Pedro. And Pedro went man to man. And then that's when the women got involved and weaves were being thrown all over the place. So could the family Chantel act up 1,000%? Hell yeah, they could act up. I like just don't I said, see them acting up at Anjanette's people's house. Anjanette's oh, people, you know, no. the, uh, the environment. No, let me finish my thoughts though real quick. All it would have taken is Karen to turn to uh, Anjanette and say, hey, Anjanette, I'm going to need you to translate real quick to your mama and ask her why she's trying to pull a scam on my brother Ronson. That's it. That would have set the whole ah. So don't even try to come to exactly. Thank you, Al Abigail. Thank you. They were ready for a damn thriller in Manila. <laughs> that's I, that's the truth. I don't know. I, I just don't. <laughs> that's it. I don't see them getting physical. I just don't think Anjanette's family is like a fighting family. I don't think they would versus Pedro's family is always on. They're always on 10 and they're always ready for whatever. But your question was about the family Chantel. It wasn't about Anjanette's family. Because you said you said that Anjanette was worried that the right. family Chantel would act up. And I'm right. saying they would absolutely act up given the right circumstances. Because we've seen them do it. Girl, we've seen them do it at the house for Christmas. They went down to the Dominican Republic. They sat on a couple of benches. And all of a sudden... Karen's talking crazy to Lydia. Pow, pow, off it goes. Karen's an instigator. She ain't playing. Well, she definitely, like Abigail says, she was ready for that thriller in Manila. And I don't think that we haven't seen it yet. They just didn't act up at that specific dinner because they were tired. <laughs> that Oh, Crystal. <laughs> she said the Secret Service friends got Anjanette if her family don't. <laughs> okay. Okay, they, I do believe, now they would be ready for the thriller in Manila. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And then just to add, after the dinner was over and they're leaving, the family Chantel, aka Karen and Chantel, were like, yeah, Anjanette's behind that page. Because they also realized, came to realization after having dinner, this woman doesn't speak a lick of English for real. Like, she only knows, like, very limited English. Yet she's talking to Ronson with full sentences and, and engaging in him. It's no way that her mom would be able to do that if she's looking like what the hell is going on when they're talking and then she, you know, knows very few English words. But man, Anjanette, 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 baby. Now, did you agree with them once they said, Anjanette, it's behind the page? Hell yeah, I agreed when they were in the car. I agreed when they I agreed when uh, Chantel found out that all of a sudden the name changed the very next day. Like I said earlier, unless she called her mom and was talking to Kala to her and say, hey, listen, you need to quickly go change the name on the Facebook page. She did it herself. She probably did it while she was walking back to the hotel real quick. <laughs> that was so stupid if she did that. Um listen. So, she probably, this is my theory. This is my theory. Going back to what Chantel has originally said, that she was talking to a bunch of men. I think that she friend requested not only Royal, but Ronson. Because you know how when you get suggestions, you get suggestions with people who are connected usually. And perhaps, you know, Royal responded first, but then Ronson already responded. So she was probably dialoguing with both of them. And then finds out that, hey, I got Royal on the hook, but then Ronson's still here as plan B. And pow, now she's stuck. And she's about to get found out. And it's going to be a whole big fat mess. And I'm here for it. I'm looking at a season three, maybe. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that chapter was very interesting. Um I know we have some limited time, but I do want to talk about Lydia, Lydia and her mom. Oh, Crystal says her mom looks like she would be confused, but I've seen people use those translator apps. I didn't you better go ahead and get Adam involved, Crystal. Go ahead and tell Adam to quickly uh, get some Spanish down, get some Tlaib down. Uh, what else does he need to know? He needs to know a little bit of French coming up so he needs to learn all the languages and really quick before we move on crystal also says it didn't make sense any sense for that name to change it didn't help her case did anyone think it was someone from chantel's family trying to set her up <gasps> well that's I what well that think? that's what royal said right that's what royal said are we going to get to that part yeah 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 we'll get to that part i just still that just blows my mind on like why you would go that far. But we'll get to that. Um, I do want to talk about uh, Lydia back in the Dominican Republic. She um, was talking to her coworkers about what's been going down, the real tea with her daughter, Nicole, and her future son-in-law, whether she likes it or not, Alejandro, and talking about how she doesn't really like him. And all of her and how she threw her suitcase, his suitcases down, everything. Now, the family, I mean, um, the co-workers, they're agreeing with her. They think that she's 100% right, except for one of them. 
One of them is saying like, look, she's grown. She loves him. Love will always win. If they love each other, that's what it is. Like you can't try to um, project your feelings or things that you want onto them because at the end, at the end of the day, if they love each other, they will be together. So what did you think? Uh, I thought the most important part of this, of this segment uh, was a remembering that she's a professional. She's, she's a lawyer surrounded by her colleagues. And so that makes a little bit more sense why she's so, not that lawyers are snobby, but that she is so protective of um, Nicole. The second thing that I thought was super important about this specific scene was that Lydia really showed what it was about. And it's about what I said earlier, that she's really close to her children and Pedro's already in the U.S. And she knows that if um, Nicole falls in love with a guy who, even though he's Dominican, he lives in the U.S., that he's gonna, she, she's going to leave him, her. And yeah. she's going to feel abandoned, she said. She's going to feel alone because Nicole will leave to the U.S. and she's all alone. And then what will she do? And so it goes back to what I was saying earlier, that Lydia and Nicole are intertwined. And part of Lydia's attitude and the way she acts and the way she freaks out on stuff is at the end of the day, she feels scared that she's going to be alone, that her children are going to leave her. And then what? Because she's obviously not focusing on her own personal relationships or, you know, getting remarried or dating or any of that. All of her focus has been on her children and one's gone already and then the other one's about to bounce. She's feeling scared. She's feeling nervous. She's feeling insecure, all of those things. And that's why I think that she's giving Nicole such a hard time. Yeah. And also, I mean, if she finds her a man or if she was nice, to Alejandro, maybe one of his uncles or his co-workers or somebody <laughs> could date her and she could come to the United States too and they could all be a big, happy family. Uh, moving on, Chantel and Anjanette have a powwow. And um, during their powwow, they talk about Facebook. That's the topic of conversation and this scam. Um, and Anjanette, admits and says, no, this is my mom. This is my mom's Facebook. And now we're just going through a tunnel and tunnel. And I'm just like, wow. And Jeanette, you lied. I was up here rooting for you. And now you're just like royal. So maybe they should stay together. They both are liars and they're both lying. So what were your thoughts on um, and Jeanette finally admitting that she, her mom, well, I thought it was all about the delivery. So for me, it was for Chantel. So when Chantel said, who's using the Facebook of your mom? And her finding out that Anjanette's like, well, no, that's my mom's Facebook. And then when she said, well, the name changed. And she's like, oh, well, yeah, it is my mom. Why didn't you say that yesterday when you said that wasn't your mom? So is it your mom or is it not your mom? And then uh, she asked her point blank again. So when Royal told me that you were talking to a bunch of Americans before and is that true or not? And she said, no, Chantel's asked her this three times now. So I know that this girl is being set up for something that's bigger. And it's going back to what I said, where I think that 
either um, Anjanette has been talking to Royal and the Uncle Ronson and is going to get busted for that, or that there's something else going on. Maybe it is the family setting her up. Who knows? But for Chantel to ask in episode eight, they've already talked about this three times. Something's coming up in the near future. So that was important to me. And then when Chantel went back and the family was all waiting in the restaurant, okay, so what happened? What's going on? What, what, did, you, what did she say? And uh, she breaks it down and says, yeah, she admitted that it's her mom. So, you know, she lied. And then Royal comes and is like, don't worry about it. Uh, you guys need to stay out of other people's business. And then when he said, maybe it was one of you guys that made the Facebook, the fake Facebook profile, um, you're trying to ruin my moment. I thought, okay, it could possibly be that as well. It could possibly be one of them setting Royal up for whatever reason, but it makes totally. more sense to me that it would be Anjanette getting busted. So we'll see. If it was the family, Chantel, which family member do you think made the Facebook page? Well, it could only be Chantel because she's the most invested. Her or uh, Karen, because Karen's the one that brought it up. So maybe it's the two of them in cahoots, but I, I don't see it being winter. I don't see it being. Um, you don't think Thomas would do that? And it's definitely not Thomas. So, <laughs> Yeah. I I just don't see it being the, the family doing that. If they did, that's really messed up. That's, that's really messed up on a whole different level. Crystal says, yes. And Jeanette was shady, but I think they're also scheming and plotting on her. I'm tired of them asking her the same questions over and over again. And uh, to go along to answer your question, Radella sees Chantel doing it, and Crystal also sees Chantel doing it as well. Hmm. So, um, yeah, my perspective of Anjanette, I'm not going to lie. Now I'm swaying back and forth. So, Maybe next episode I'll gain some clarity. Um, yeah. They're all liars. All of them are hiding something and they're all lying, period. I, I just don't know what to make of any of this anymore. They're um, all liars. They are all <laughs> lying. Even Thomas. Thomas ain't doing shit. Thomas is doing things this episode. Really? That's interesting. Really? That's I, I, interesting. I love he says, he says oh, really? okay. Oh, okay. he's gonna always smile and say he reminds me of how Britney's dad is. How they both just smile through everything. They I'm smile gonna need him to say a few more things, though, for real, for real. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe he'll say. I wish they would do a, a tell-all for the family. I would love that. So maybe that'll happen, or maybe we can have our own tell-all. Um, lastly, before we get out of here, I want to talk about. The time Lydia finds out that Alejandro is married, um, they talk about it, and Lydia she doesn't go off like I thought she would, but she definitely goes off. So, what were your thoughts on the whole situation of Lydia finding out that Nicole and Alejandro are together and he is still married? Well, I'm, I need to set up the situation first because the setup was the most important part. It was like bowling. You need to set up the pins before you knock them down because that's exactly what was going on. So uh, Nicole and Alejandro are already there 
and they're waiting for Lydia and Lydia's like, okay, I'm going to be open-minded and I'm going to give them a second chance. And they decide that they're going to go for a walk. They're going for a walk and he's like, I'll, I'll ask, I'll answer any questions you have. And so her first question, she wants to know about his family. And so he's like, yeah, my mom was a lawyer, but she died eight years ago. The stepdad was a doctor and her, his father, who also died when he was young, was a lawyer. You could see Lydia's body went from like, ew, who are you to, oh, you come from a family of successful people, like professionals, because she's a lawyer. And now she's hearing that there were two lawyers and a doctor. So that's why she sat down all like, this is fine. And then bomb, bomb, bomb. It was about to be fireworks. So he says, hey, you know what? I want to apologize, but you also humiliated me. And she explained why. She's like, you don't just roll up in someone's house with a suitcase and a knapsack and another bag thinking you're going to stay there. And you have had no conversation with that person and you've never met them. Fair enough. You guys both washed out all the issues. Looks like things are going to go great. Looks like, hey, you know what? You're a professional and you were raised by professionals. This might work out. Oh, no. <laughs> I have something to tell you real quick. And part, I blame Nicole because Nicole, you know what you do when, when something isn't right? You rip that Band-Aid off real quick. Say yeah, it. She she didn't even say sugarcoat it, it. Say it and get it over with. But no, she's like, you know, I got something to tell you. You know, we got something to tell you. So, uh, so, uh, see, I'm already giving you anxiety, right? Because I'm doing the most. So, uh, yeah. So Alejandro, and she looks at her mom. She looks at Alejandro. Her hands doing the most. So Alejandro is married. Hands doing the most again. Alejandro is married. That's it. No, like, hey, this is the backstory. This is what happened. You built all that up, and all you're going to say is that he's married. So I, mean, I don't know that he's in the process of divorce. I don't know that he's separated. I don't know any of that stuff, just that you're dating a married man. Lydia loses her mind, calls him a dirtbag. If he did this to uh, that woman, he's going to do it to you. She said he's hurting another woman. He's going to hurt you too. He's a liar and he's a charlatan, which was my favorite word ever. So here's what I thought. I thought not only did Nicole take way too long to tell Lydia the truth, but she's also picking at the wound that had never healed. A cheating man, a cheating married man, and now it's come back to her family. So she's hurt by her own husband doing the same thing that she never got over. And now this is thrown in her face. She, listen, she's never living this down. Not that moment and not the way she told her mama. So do you think it would have been different if she, the outcome would have been, I don't think the outcome would have been different if she would have said, hey, Alejandro is in a process of divorce, but right now he's still married. It would have been totally different. Oh. Mom really gave him a second chance. They really should have told her everything at once. Fast. Yeah, that's it. So I think if I you think said, "Hey, listen, this is Alejandro. This is who he's about. 
he was raised by this person, this person, this person. He's a good dude. He made some mistakes. He got married when he got to New York City. It didn't work out. He's in the process of getting divorced now. It's all in your delivery and it's all in the wording. So absolutely would have been different. Not like, uh, um, so, uh, Alejandro, uh, yeah, he's married. It's, you're doing too much. You're making me uneasy. And now I feel like you're hiding something because even the way you said it, it was like you were hiding it and you were ashamed of it. Hmm. Yeah, I, I do agree with what Krista was saying and what you said. Like she should have said something in the very beginning before he even stepped his big toe on the plane to even come to the Dominican Republic. She should have prepped her like a month, at least 30 days. Okay. And I think she wouldn't have thrown them that luggage down. Well, maybe she still would have actually. But I think she would have been <laughs> a little bit more prepared. And I think her relationship with Alejandra would have been a lot different. But we just have to just wait it out and see. What do you think that's going to happen in the next episode? Uh, it's going to be a hot mess. Can't wait. It's going to be more of a hot mess. Can't wait. Can't wait for it all. Family Chantel is going to run amok at that party. They're going to run amok and they're going to be accusing people of a whole bunch of stuff. And that party's going to be a shit show and I'm here for it. Um, Crystal says it also hurt her chances of her mom liking any future boyfriend if this doesn't work out. Yes, Crystal, that party in the next episode is definitely going to be a thrill in Manila. It's going to be a lot going on. I can't so guys- wait. So make sure you guys are following us. Make sure you guys are liking this video, um, subscribing to the channel, and following us on Instagram. If you're not doing that, I don't know what you're doing with your life. But make sure you do so then you know. And follow us on Twitter. Turn those post notifications on so you guys can know what's going down for next. Oh, my God. For our (laughs) next episode we'll be back here same time same place you know where to find us um you can find me on instagram at i am underscore sana that's s-a-n-a underscore as well as click that link in my bio so you can subscribe to my youtube channel and follow me on twitter at i am underscore sana where can they find you girl guys all across social media uh at 90 day the melanated way uh if you don't know now you know and guys we are breaking news left right and center especially on our instagram uh we're starting to be known as the go-to so make sure you are following us there and if you guys are into celebrity interviews entertainment news all of that stuff make sure that you are following me at linda is so girly um big stories big interviews it's all fun uh, tomorrow, I left a review on your Facebook page. Yay! Thanks, Crystal. I'm going to have to go check it out. Um, and also, guys, tomorrow, it's News and Gossip. Uh, we are probably going to have an extended News and Gossip because we didn't have one last week. And there, listen, between Devin and Chris and Jihoon, between Ariella and Binyam, between Angela Oh, there's just, there's, there's so much news. So you guys, if you are our Patreon subscribers, it is for our Patreon subscribers only. Um, But we will be back here tomorrow, 8 p.m. with an extended news and gossip. So make sure that you bring your wine to the table. If Jean's still here, Jean, 
It's going to be about the drinking game, so bring it on. Till tomorrow, you guys. We'll see you 8 p.m. Bye. Bye. For now.